Good evening, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Dads and Dice. Dads and Dice. You show up for the dice, but you stay for the dad joke. My name's Ryan Stewart. I'm your humble DM for the evening. Five of the finest D&D players this side of the Mississippi. We got Dustin. We got Justin. We got Greg. We got Kristen. And we got Brandon. They're characters. You're going to love them. I love players. It's, it, it, it's just going to be a good time. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, I am dressed up just a little bit tonight uh, because uh, our players this session have a dinner date with the leader of the Merchants Guild in the city of Neverwinter, Mordai Vell. It is a very exciting night. Uh, I've been preparing personally as a DM literal months, uh, and I am so excited to see what happens. Before we get started, just a couple quick little plugs. Uh, I want to provide a huge, huge shout out to the Tailspire devs and the Tailspire modding Discord. Those guys are amazing. We've gotten some amazing things. Custom Hero Forge models. Thanks to Hero Forge, we have that application for the usage of them. Sent to you. Haven't heard anything yet. Um, thank you to. All the hard work that's been put in by so many people. Thank you to Dustin, our producer uh, slash Dragon Ball Z aficionado. There, um, he's he's put in a ton of work. Everyone's put in a lot of work to make this happen week after week after week. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, now, as far as what happened last session, uh, Fior certainly had some uh, making up that he had to do with Ninny after. Uh, and we said Bart, up and not out. Yep. <laughs> With, uh, he basically puked down Ninny's throat. Uh, <laughs> no real nice way to put it in his drunken stupor. Having woken up uh, from a night of binge drinking and just soaking up the applause of the denizens of Neverwinter, he uh, struck out on a quest uh, to find Ninny who, along with Freya, uh, spent last session uh, going on a little bit of a trip, getting some nice evening wear for uh, this dinner date. Uh, while all of this was happening, uh, Lucius was hanging out at the Beach Leviathan, reading a newspaper, I presume. Yeah, a fascinating <laughs> um, story there on my end. Stock Just prices. Riveting. Yeah, it's Something about a, 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 a telescope being sent up into space. like <laughs> Yeah, man. The uh, Wait, I think it was full of kobolds. Didn't we play that this summer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying those things are related, but uh, they're not not related. Um, and while all this was going on, Linux probably had one of the more eventful uh, sessions uh, last week. Um Upon making his way to meet with the madame at the Driftwood Tavern, uh, he was made aware of, of, a, of a couple of things, uh, not the least of which being his childhood uh, friend, uh, Folmar, uh, who was under the employ of the Sewer Rats, uh, the, essentially the Thieves' Guild here in Neverwinter. Uh, he discovered that his friend 
made his way uh, seemingly to Velgard Manor, uh, trying to get his hands on the true books of 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 the comings and goings and the predictions made by Mordai Vell. Um, however, upon uh, making his way to the manor, he has seen for the better part of a day. Um, so, Linux now not just going in, tense possibly maintaining these manifests, getting it for the madame. Uh, he also has a uh, a personal um, stake in tonight's dinner. All that to be said, uh-huh. our all of our players got together. Um, in uh, whose room was it last week that that you guys gathered in? Wasn't it a uh, think Freya and Ninnies? Yeah, mm-hmm. gathered into Freya and Ninnies. In in into Freya Nenny's room, uh, and essentially established a game plan. And now, as the sun begins to set, our players are beginning to make their way to Velgard Manor. Uh, you guys are walking through uh, city as, streets. So yeah, yeah Freya and Nenny had their packages delivered. And as Freya steps out, she is nicer than you have ever seen her before. She is in an all-black suit for the first time ever. Her hair is unbraided, and you realize just how long it is. She does have, like, one braid on the side, kind of doing the, like, half, like, the faux-shaved thing. But it is down and tossed to one side. So she made an effort. Yes. Yor is just Aww. in common commoner's clothes that he found, but like over his uh, lion hide armor, so it's already bigger than what he normally is. Awesome. Uh, by the way, quick question: is uh, is the audio coming through, music and everything, yep. everyone? Mm-hmm. Okay, just just want to make sure. All right. Uh, Ninny, yes. are you going to put on, uh, your parcel? Nah, I just bought it and I'm going to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about, uh, it's, would, no, as Ninny puts this it. on, what do, what do they see? Uh, as, as, as everyone sort of gathers in the, in the lobby of, uh, the Beach Leviathan. Um, I be, to be honest, I don't. Like, I don't remember exactly. Like, you threw out a lot of words that Brandon doesn't know. And so I might have to rely on you to describe the the dress. But I do think that Kristen had it right. Like, it's the she's all that thing. Oh, um, yeah. Walking down mm-hmm. the stairs. Like, she's definitely <laughs> like, you know. And, of course, she, like, slips the and falls, like, halfway down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you are you wearing some actual like like let's say for some embellishment? Are you wearing heels? No. Okay. Okay. So we're still in flats, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's just clumsy. <laughs> Again, well, Ryan, full team in rom com. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yes. I'm, I'm exactly. Well, well, if I can wax eloquently for just a moment to just sort of unpack what everyone sees as you come down the stairs. 
All right. So, uh, you all, I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, the guys are waiting on the ladies to make their way down into the lot. Uh, and you guys see Ninny, her hair braided to one side, um, in a dress that as as you know com, compared to her usual garb which is very utilitarian made for traveling on the road patched up in a couple of different places nothing really to look at uh, you guys see her in an absolutely gorgeous evening gown um, with these blues spiraling into pinks with white splattered in in between in the gradients of these colors um, that seems to swoop down with the natural motion and movement of the fab um, with a cut uh, I would say what cut about uh, just just above the knees yeah yeah with with flares on either side of her legs then curling out uh, just as they hit the ground. Uh, truly, uh, you know, the the fabric itself of reflecting some of the firelight there in the lobby. Not just you all, but a couple folks do take notice of this red-skinned, white-haired tiefling dressed like a sunset. <laughs> so, I mean, everybody's just awestruck. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. You are just sort of looking down, like kicking the dirt in front of him. Yeah. Making just sure he'd have waited. Making sure we she'd have waited. All right. So, as you guys uh, gather together begin making your way through the Black Lake District, striking out towards Velgard Manor, which you can see in the distance struck struck out on an on a rocky outcrop just right on the coastline. Any conversations to be had, any observations to be made. Mr. Lennox, what a what exactly is your play? Whenever we get inside. You're muted. Yeah, you're muted. I guess I haven't really thought uh, that far ahead. Honestly, I mean, you know, I don't know. I know loosely the layout of the place because of um, the information I received, but we'll just have to play it by ear, I guess. I just know... I've got to find my friend, and I've got to find those logs. Cool. Uh, just didn't know how quickly we'd lose you. You know, we get in. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll read the room. Okay, so at this time, uh, you guys can certainly hop into Tailspire. Uh, does anyone need to have trouble finding their character. I know some of you don't have the custom mod. That looks good on my end, at the very least. 
Okay. This one, right? Uh, no, I think you, that's, that's me. Yeah, that's I, actually, right. hold down tab, and you'll always be able to find your character. I've named them all. Nice. Wait, well then, why, why, can, why can I move that one? Because move I've given y'all, I've given y'all permission on on oh, all to of move everybody. On, okay. on, on on each other's characters. Yes. Right. I found it then. Wonderful. Okay, so I, as you guys. Make your way, the closer you get to the manor, the larger it seems. Uh, the, the, the building is made of a starkly different material from the rest of the surrounding area. Um, the, it's almost like a, a, a dried out sort of stucco deserty sort of sort of look and you can see from the street a roaring fire in a in a in a massive pit in the first floor resting above two identical staircases moving their way in front of each staircase is one of those heavily armored very serious looking guards um just just standing motionless uh their eyes obscured by their helmets but seemingly leveled in the direction of the party um in fact uh let's see linux i know that you are going to be the one who's really scoping this out with a trained eye Mm -hmm. so through the eyes of a thief give me a perception check and yeah. and anyone else can also throw in a perception check yeah, if they it. would be looking. Yep. Winnie's actually just very. She's normally reserved out in public anyway, but tonight very much more than normal. I got an eighteen. Got a fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. Right. I'm gonna I'm... squeeze Nitty's shoulder and say, "I'm not gonna leave your side if you don't want me to." I got a sixteen. Uh, Nini, what were you saying? Were I was saying you, that you... for Nini's normally kind of when she's like she when she's around the group she's she's fine, but when she's out and about in public she's normally kind of more introverted. But she's yes. even more so tonight going into this. So I was saying she's just kind of a back behind the group, just kind of following, just kind of. Looking around, but not really seeing what sh- what's going on. If that makes sense. Okay. Okay. Like it's just yeah. kind of like a scattered kind of like taking everything in, but not really taking everything in. Okay. Freya, I'll say this: as you put your hand on any shoulder, it's almost like she doesn't acknowledge it. She seems very out of it at the moment. Um. So, uh, Lennox, we'll start with you. With that eighteen, uh, you're you're automatically looking for uh, what would Fulmar have seen uh, if I if if I can assume that like how would Fulmar have looked at this? Um, what sort of weaknesses uh, do do we see? What sort of heavily armored areas or or, or very heavily fortified areas are you looking? Um, the stucco siding of the building 
seems as though it could very precariously be climbed with maybe some proper equipment. It it, it would it would it would be next to impossible to do by hand, but with some equipment, some rope, some anchors, maybe. Uh, you look at the top of. I mean, we're we're talking a hundred feet up. You look up at the top of a flat roof with arches on top of it, and you see a couple of sparse plants on this side of the building facing the street up top. You do not recognize the plants. However, you do see the occasional dark hooded figure. And as you pay attention, it seems like there's a rotation that these black hooded figures are walking. You have no idea how, but you know uh, a lookout sentry circuit when you see one. Um, and that's really about it. Uh, Fior, you don't, uh, you, the, the first thing you notice are the plants. R- remind me, you rolled a 14, right? I did, yeah. Okay. You have trouble identifying a couple of these plants from a distance. But one thing you your trained eye certainly sees is a poisonous plant uh, known as quarrigan. Q-U-A-R-I-G-A-N. Uh, extremely poisonous to dwarves, but otherwise harmless to most other races. Um, Nini, or uh, not Nini, Freya. You see a couple of gnarled, black, dead-looking trees, saplings, if you will, at the top of the building. And something about them just unsettles you. Does my shoulders start to ache seeing them? (laughs) Maybe a little. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just dead trees on a hot roof. You don't know. Uh, And Lucius, you rolled a 16, correct? Mm -hmm. You sense you you see the plants, but plants aren't really your back, right? You, I will give you. I'll sort of give you a choice here. Are you going to be looking at this through the eye of a wizard, or through the eye of a tactician? Tactician, hundred percent. Tactician. Okay. Yep. You are, with, with a trained eye, you, you, you know buildings. You know how to siege buildings. You know how to, how, to, how to attack a point and how to defend a point. You know how to look for vulnerabilities. And you know, your eyes are immediately 
after hearing Linux talk about the roof and the basement and the basement not being something, um, you're thinking to yourself, that looks pretty closed off. But it's got to vent somewhere. Whether sewer or some sort of ventilation in the side of the building, there's got to be some some opening somewhere has to be for 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 this building to be functional I'm gonna, in, the, uh, in, the, in the way it's currently built. I'm gonna point that out to Linux. Okay. Just say like, hey, there's a possible escape route over there, or an entry point. But I, I think. Uh... You know, we just go in and, and get the lay of the land before we uh, make any moves. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I just did. I got the lay of the land. <laughs> I didn't know you had x-ray eyes, Lucius. There's a lot you don't know about me. <laughs> There's probably a lot you don't know about you. That's true as well. <laughs> all right. So uh, with all that. Uh, Real quick, how close are we yes. to the uh, quarry again? Uh, you're about, I mean, hundred feet up and you're a good, I mean, 50 feet away from the building. So I'd say a good 125, 30 feet all said and done. Okay. So it's up. I'm not going to be walking past it. We saw it at like the top of the building, right? Yeah. It's like, uh, you see how there's like those ferns on the edge of the building. Mm -hmm. That's that, that's the core again. Oh, okay. Yep. And then a couple other plants that you do not recognize. From from this far away. Gotcha. Okay. So, as you all uh, are sort of taking it all in, and... You find it being it's 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 fairly difficult in, in front of such an imposing place to just stride on in. Uh, an old uh, an, an older gentleman, very well dressed, makes his way to the front gate, hobbling on a cane. Would you happen to be the? Missing pieces, he says as he pulls down some glasses and opens a small bit of uh, parchment in front of him. Nope. Well, if that is the case, we request that all loiterers make their way out uh, into other areas of Black Lake District. Excuse, excuse the senile old man. Uh, we are, we are the missing people. Wait, why did we name the group after my brain? <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems as though your reputation precedes you. He gives you a knowing eye, Lucius. Um, well, please, please, uh... The master is currently predisposed. However, he's given me order. 
made comfortable. So please, please, please come in, come in. And he, and he begins to make his way uh, down the path, not looking back, assuming that you're all. I look at everybody and I say, "We ready?" Um, yes, we'll ever be. Right. Sure. So he has already walked his way up and into the manor. Uh, you all are free to follow, and you all are free to control your own minis. Ah! <laughs> um, I will say to uh, Lennox, um, hey, don't uh, don't jump off without at least let me know. I might can bestow you a little gift before you leave. I appreciate it. My man, Justin, putting the dads and dads and dice. Right. right here, I will, will handle Linux for you guys. And Lucius, your uh, he is he's. Are you in? Yeah. Hold on a second. Okay. 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 Just let me hunt this sure. down. Hell's fire. I don't. Oh, okay. I look different on my screen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have the mods installed. Okay. All right. So, as you all make your way in, um, the butler uh, stops you all and says, uh, the master always requests that uh, all shoes are removed at the door. And he, and he gestures to a small pile of, of, uh, of rugs, finely woven rugs, uh, right there beside uh, the, the doorway, seeming to be a place where you can leave shoes. I uh, lift up my uh, bare feet to him and I say, you don't have to worry about that with me. And I sort of shake some of the mud off of it. Indeed. I'm going to lift up my bare feet and say, same, joke's on him. <laughs> I'm sorry, were you not were, were you not wearing shoes at the street? Sir, I have been trained in the art of blade singing. <laughs> by elves that are so agile they don't even make footprints on the snow <laughs> i see well that whatever suits you then and he and he says well, you know gestures to, to to those rugs and says well at least wipe your feet off and he, and, he, and he especially levels that at you, uh, Fjord. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I just sort of kick him like I did earlier. And, he, and I'll, and he... I'll uh, like lick my hand and rub it on the bottom of my feet. <laughs> oh, oh. And, and you, I, you, you, you hear an exasperated, just, just out of pure disgust, just... Oh. And I just sort of... Look at my hands and just sort of fling them. Well, 
you all will notice, and he and he gestures to this to this massive foyer. Uh, we do have some uh, water uh, for for freshening up before dinner. I'm sure all of you would enjoy uh, partaking to ensure that you are looking your best before uh, Master Vell. We do need. Sorry, to... sir. What exactly are you implying? We do, we do need to check that... in with uh, Lennox whenever he gets back to see if he's taking off his boots. That will be Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. I've, I've, I've got that logged away. <laughs> Why do you uh, yeah, I thought it was obvious what Ryan was trying to do. Yeah, I thought that was obvious what Ryan was trying to do there. <laughs> now, um, what I'm... I'm going to give the servant a look like, I'm sorry. And, and he... He seems to be fairly used used to this. This this butler is certainly not of this region. His much darker complexion, warmer climate, uh, climate, um, and in fact, as as you guys step in, you notice this 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 giant um, brazier of flame in the middle of the line is not just burning with any normal fire. Uh, the fire is separating itself from the pyre in in small, almost like, like a fiery liquid, floating up through a hole into the second floor, presumably providing heat to the rest of the of of, of the house and really providing this wonderful, enchanting look. Uh, as 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 this flame drifts up and then dissipates through the hole above you all, um, adorning the walls all around you is fine artwork and tapestry, uh, the the embroidery in these fine couches, uh, <laughs> like you see some golden thread woven in a in a in a few of these things. This is extravagant the floor beneath you is solid marble you can see your reflection in it as the flame bounces off of it there's a there's there's a small bit of music drifting its way through the building you oh someone actually found ninny from earlier <laughs> i i had no idea where she was here let me there we go. <laughs> oh, kill command. Yep, yep. Just, just uh, got rid of that. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, music is drifting in from somewhere. You, you don't know where from, but it is. I'll even start playing it. Uh, if you don't grab that banjo behind you and start playing it, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. There we go. All right. Uh, I gave him an excuse. To, for I, a stream. I, I gave yeah. him the excuse to grab yeah. the. Yeah. Just uh, let's see. <laughs> Just a uh, <laughs> a, a haunting <laughs> uh, sound, nightmare infusing stuff. Um, so, uh, I guess I guess Linux is. Uh, had to step away for just a moment. That's totally fine. Um, 
you notice there's a small entryway uh, with a with a finely adorned and painted stucco uh, around the doorway. Two more of these very well armed um, standing just as stoically um, as the previous two that you guys noticed outside. And a and a massive stairway and. It seems as though the butler is sitting. Uh, I do want to say something to Fior, yes. but I'm going to let him finish dadding first. Go ahead. I'm going to um, pull him over to the water. Fior, come here. Come mm-hmm. here. Yeah. This is this is another level above, but this is not too far off with the kind of people I grew up with. Come here. And I'm going to like take some of the water and start trying to like smooth some of this hair back. Oh. Be like, look, you... This is not the forest. This is society. This is a society? No. This is <laughs> barbarism. society. Are you saying we live in a society? <laughs> <laughs> there, there, There's going to be multiple forks. You start out and you work your way in for each course. If you're given a towel, you wipe your hands between courses. You just... You... Watch, watch the people around you. So if I'm given a fork, I'll be expected to use it. Yes. Oh god, I didn't even know that was a question. Okay, I do know how to use a fork. I've done the best with forks. I've used one several times. I like to imagine it's just the same fork every time. <laughs> That has not been washed. It's like in Parks and Rec when April and Andy have like one fork. Uh, Linux, are you back, by the way? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Okay. So as you guys were brought into the manor, uh, the butler would have made it very... he, He would have made the command that before anyone is allowed to enter and disperse through the house that their shoes are removed. <clears throat> and that's not a problem for anyone else. However, you have enchanted boots on. Um, I just look to the butler and, and just say, look, I'm going to clear this house really quick if I take these off. So, uh, mind if I just uh, keep them on for, you know, posterity's sake? Sir, I can assure you, we uh, are certainly prepared for all manner of, and he looks at Fior briefly, contingencies. And I will interject, rewinding, I will interject. Uh, No, seriously, his is worse than mine. Alright, Lennox, make a deception check, and Fior, uh, since, since you're assisting him... He will roll with advantage. That's what I was looking for. There you go. That would be a 26. There we go. 26. Hmm. Well, I would certainly request then that you make sure that your shoes are, and he leans in ever so slightly, remaining his near perfect posture spotless 
Oh, by all means, I will. I will definitely make sure I'm not tracking any dirt or anything. As will I, sir. The rest of you, and he and he gestures to Freya and Nenny, seeming to soften up quite a bit uh, at y'all's much cleaner appearances. Uh, ladies, we have assorted um, powders and uh, oils. Should you uh, feel the need to freshen, however, it seems that not. All of you are so unfamiliar with uh, this level of appearance. I will take off my shoes and neatly set them together on the rug. And, and to which uh, the the butler snaps his fingers twice, and a servant girl comes up and and rolls your shoes up into uh, into one of those tapestries and takes them away. And to which he says, we will see them uh, cleaned uh, and polished uh, up before you should ever need them. Now just nod. And he looks to you, Nenny. I too take my shoes off. And again, he snaps his fingers twice. Another servant girl comes up, bundles them up, uh, and takes them away. Out the door, uh, it seems. Uh, it, it's, it seems as though uh, the servants don't live on site. I don't think I've ever thought about what Nini's feet look like. I've oh, got, no. I've got homework to do now. No. Don't tieflings no. technically have, like, hooves? Hooves, technically, but, I, I mean, so. you know. I, think, I, I mean, but that's also that. D&D. Do what you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so, well, um, once you all are finished uh, preparing, we would, we would ask that all of you uh, join me uh, up on the second floor uh, for the beginnings of dinner. Uh, Master Vell will be with all of you shortly. And he, and he makes his way up the staircase. There we go. <laughs> and he makes his way up the stairs, leaving all of you be to explore, um, explore, make observations, talk amongst yourselves, whatever you are looking for. I would say just as we're walking around, I'm just looking at every little detail of, you know, the space we're in. Yes. Just trying to, you know, pull in as much information as possible from like a, you know, thieves perspective. Also, mm -hmm. just trying to look for any clues about, you know, anything that would give me any indication that Fulmar may have been here. Okay. Hmm. Alright, I will ask that now that you've entered into a new location, um, or, or you've actually set foot in uh, the building, um, give me an investigation check. Okay. Because you're looking for one thing, uh, a couple of very specific things. Oh. Let's go investigation. Teetered on a 19 and then settled on a natural one. Ah. Uh. 
Yeah, frankly, it, go ahead. Uh, the thing about digital dice, it knew it was going to be a one all along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, uh, you are awestruck at the level of extravagant in stark contrast to the not poverty. The Black Lake District is up and coming. Uh, I would say lower middle class. It's it's pretty trashy. It's almost like imagine it, like Brett Favre's house in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Right? <laughs> like, like it's pretty trashy. So, uh, you that's probably my favorite comparison you've ever made on stream. It's, a, it's an eight overall, by the way. Eight overall. I mean, it's an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, you guys are certainly free to make your way up to the second story whenever you uh, want. I certainly have that prepared. Um, <clears throat> do I see like any stairs leading down? No, you do not. You you do notice this is something that you would have. No- uh, you would have noticed a a doorway. A very narrow doorway with, with 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 paintings and inscriptions all around the door frame, with two more of those guards stationed on either side. Okay. To the left side of the lobby as you went in, and at the right side of the uh, the stairwell going up, presumably to the second. Okay. All right. Um. So feel free to bring your minis up to the second story. If anyone needs help yes, with that, let me know. Me. Yeah. Someone to uh, commandeer mine because I got you. Floor right now. I got Justin's you. hands are full and I just don't know how to move floors. It's all good. I'm bringing you up. <laughs> Somebody had real food for the first time today and I think his tummy's upset. Oh, no. goodness. Real food, huh? Yep, he's cutting his third tooth, so it was time. Long knife. He's either a little behind on his teeth, or mine is just really ahead. He's had two for over a month now, and he's about to be six months. Oh, Gosh. okay, okay, you're not talking about... <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about Noah. Gotcha. <laughs> Alright, let's see. Okay. I know I'm not lost, show we're all here now. Okay. I don't know how to see just that floor now. Let's see. You should be able to... The green slider on the right should help. Yep. How do you... Sorry, everyone watching. This is my very first time in Tailspire. This is letting everyone know that Tailspire is a wonderful program that's super diverse and you can do all if they ever are interested in sponsoring a stream <laughs> we love you so yeah, yeah they'll totally sponsor our 10 you. person stream also, yeah. also 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 shout out to the uh the modding crew yes oh hollow gosh, fox i believe good. hollow fox is actually on the stream. he just followed us yeah he's nice. our latest follower Oh, and and one of my students, Simeon, is also in chat. Hey, Simeon. <laughs> All right. So, as you guys uh, crest this spiral staircase, your look hands at that, Ryan. Running, look at what you built. 
I or know. Fountain. I built a thing. <laughs> uh, you guys walk up this obsidian staircase. It's it with this with. Well, obsidian just, doesn't scream supervillain at all. It's just polished to a shine with with ivory inlay at the at the at the base and the top of the stairs. Um, M, the the initials MV um, carved with immaculate detail into various portions of the railing. Um, and so you guys approach the top of the stairs and you see uh, first the, the hole uh, leading down to the first floor with, with, with the pit of flame and these little glock globules of flame trickling up into a mind-blowingly huge and intricate um, uh, chandelier looking almost like clockwork uh, more tapestry uh, a table seemingly for war planning uh, on one side of the room and then you look over at a huge dining room table four guards stationed facing away from the table out to the view of uh, of the sword coast and the ocean beyond the sun setting just beginning to dip below the horizon you guys are free to roam about the cabin do i have no to, sign go go do ahead. I happen to smell what might be uh cooking Ooh, good question. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation. Investigation. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 sort of between that or survival, just kind of because because that sort of taps into some of your uh primal yeah. instincts. You know what? Give me survival. I'll I'll give that to you. Fifteen. Okay, so uh, do you see the door uh, to the right as you're facing the windows? It, the sounds, the, the subtle sounds of cooking and pans clattering is coming from this room. Um, whatever it is, it is not something that people would cook in Neverwinter. It is exotic. Um, you get some some hints of poultry, uh, spices that almost burn your nostrils. Um, maybe, maybe some cactus. Maybe that's about all a fifteen will get you. And I and I will state again: these guards. Uh, seem to have been ordered to give you at least some visual. They are looking direction. They are not paying you any attention. They're scanning the sea. Is anyone else in the room besides us and the guards? None that you see. You assume that there's people. Um, you, I mean, it's 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 fairly easy to hear the sound of of a kitchen. Uh, beyond those double doors there, but that's a, 
you don't see anyone else in the dining area. Now might be a good time to slip away if you wanted to slip away. I mean, Lennox, don't for a second think we're not being watched or listened to. Yeah, but you can be like, I gotta go find the bathroom really loudly and then just leave. <laughs> well, he is currently muted. Are there guards uh, stationed at the stairs leading to the top floor? Nope. I'm just gonna kind of make my way over like there and. A trap. Of course, it's okay. a trap. What did you think it was? Okay, so uh, feel free to uh, here. I can I can certainly guide you. Um, are you are you traversing stealthily? Are you just walking nonchalantly? Kind of more so nonchalantly right now, just to you know, kind of test the boundaries. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, you are able to make your way. Oh, oh, sorry. You are able to make your way. Ryan, on a go, go ahead. Uh, at the door, I would have had this whole time. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, Archimedes on my shoulder. Would I have had to okay. have checked him at the door? Or would they have let uh, me walk yes. in with the owl on my shoulder? You, no, they they would have certainly asked that all animals stay out. Okay. Now, you could certainly have bamped him away. Butler probably would have been like, eh. no. No, 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 Archimedes is the physical owl pet. Okay, yep, 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 yep. I would have had him fly back to the, uh, like, with to my parents. For so, Lennox, as you make your way up this spiral staircase once again uh, as you would have reached the top you would have had a natural growth line gr growing down across the top of the stairs inter interweaving across each other uh, seemingly giving off the impression do not cross because for them to be woven together like this they were either done deliberately or magically. Hey Ryan, so, can you check your levels? Because you have words that keep cutting out. Here, yeah, I can just gate. I can yeah. just move the mic closer. There we go. How's that? Probably better. Okay. Um. So these these vines are growing across the entryway up to the third floor, um, seemingly magically or intentionally for for the purpose of keeping people from just walking up to the third floor can are they like so tightly woven that you can't see through them it's fairly loose okay now can can you see where linux currently is in relation to the roof yes okay so at this point um i was limited somewhat by the uh by my offerings and tail spot but i would say that you can see as you're going up the stairs right behind you in in the direction of the rest of the roof uh you see a whole lot of greenery behind you um the path in front of you seems to open up um just a little bit beyond 
the greenery. However, give me a perception check. Nine. Get rid of these dice. Nine. Uh, this is fairly easy. You can see uh, a black hooded figure just on the other side of the greenery. Okay. And now he's not staying put. He seems to. He's the sentry kind of. Yep. Yep. He is. He is gradually moving. And then another one within, you know, you're old nine. I won't give you a specific bit, but, you know, a couple seconds later, another one walks by. A couple seconds later, boom, another one. Another one. Another one. All right, well, uh, I'll just make my way back down to the second floor. Okay. Ryan, can you remind me, what was this table over here? Yeah, uh, that right there would be... Uh, there. It almost looked like a a war strategy table. You know, with the with the figurines and the fancy little thing that, that they used to push pieces across the table. Stuff like that. The whole shebang, a dagger stuck in one corner of the table. Would I notice anything in particular... Kind of spending some time analyzing it. Hmm. Um, let's see. Give me a straight intelligence check. A nine. We are not rolling good tonight, guys. Y'all are not. Um, this certainly is not an Everwinter. It's not a Napa. It's it's not a map of anything that you've ever seen. Am I still cutting in and out, or am I okay? I think you're good. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Just um, making sure. I'm going to actively, and this might be fruitless, but I'm going to spend some time actively looking around the room for uh, vermin, general pest, any sort of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something like that. Hmm. Would that have been the whole time? Yeah, since we got up here, I haven't done anything else, so... Okay, okay. Um, it is spotless. Okay. Up here on the second floor. Like, immaculate. Every surface is polished, every bit of tapestry. All the dust is beaten out. It, I mean, flawless. Certainly not a place that any vermin would be allowed to re Okay. Ninny? Yes. How are you doing? Um You're in the devil's lair. So I mean yeah. literally. Um, I think a lot of what she'd be doing is basically um Yeah, I think she would probably just be Kind of at this edge here. Well, I guess Lucius is there. Let me come over here. Ah, mm -hmm. Controls. You can she move me like, out of the way. Nah, she just kind of like walk right here in between the table. 
uh-huh. in this hole and just basically looking looking down at the hole in the fire and just kind of be mesmerized by it mm. and just kind of thinking about her past and wondering if it's coming to meet her hmm Anything in particular about that past come up as you're looking into into this burning pyre below you? Um, and that's not a loaded question. I'm just not maybe specifically more just um more just remembering. You know, the time that she's spent since then and just kind of wondering, you know, has it been enough? Has it been long enough? What happens if I go back? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lucius, how about you? Me? Yeah. Any, I've literally any, just been like kind of trying to figure out where the trap is um you know so that maybe i can keep this ragtap group of dum-dums alive for walking into it okay i'll tell you this you've you and the death walkers walked into many a trap sometimes unknowingly sometimes knowingly yeah but we were good yeah <laughs> so you're you're certainly on edge and you certainly know what to look for um give me a history check ooh that'll be fun we're digging through your history here yeah alright let's see history check it's an 18 18 okay uh This this feels like something you've experienced a time or two where it's almost like, does this guy know who we are? Like, surely he does, and you start connecting dots and... There's no way he doesn't know at least some of the connecting points of the part to you guys. Like, you're familiar with guys of, uh, you know, people with this level of influence and power. Definitely has to know something about the party. And yet, you look around at the stri- at the at the strategic layout of the room and of the guards and you think gosh if i was trying to trap someone if i was trying to really hurt someone this is what i'd do and and you know you you visualize it in space for the second floor the areas that you've seen it's not the vibe you get and yet you are still so so on it because you don't know why Mordivel has you guys. Other than 
You just happen to win a tournament, right? <laughs> I mean, and I, I guess I say this out loud to the group. Mm-hmm. You know, guys, this rich, they don't care about money anymore. Like, money's not a thing. They get off on secrets and power. That's their currency. So, uh, we're here for a reason. Just remember that. He wants something from us. It's the only reason why we're not surrounded by people trying to kill us right now. It's a little on the nose, but okay. I suppose the only reason we're ever alive after any interaction is because that person chose not to kill us. <laughs> yeah, except for he actually can. And with that, all of a sudden, following behind you guys on the stairwell, you first see long black horns, followed by a red forehead and piercing golden eyes coming up the stairs from where you guys just came up. The Mordai Vel. Then he's going to just start edging closer and closer to Freya. Okay. Yeah, and I'll do the same. I'll start moving closer to Nanny. And they bump into each other. <laughs> ah, the missing pieces. I apologize for keeping all of you waiting. And you are certainly correct, Fior. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that's my name. And Mr. Lucius, you're certainly correct. If I wanted you dead, you would already be dead. Oh, no, you misunderstood me. I was oh, talking about myself. I understood you fine, wizard. Oh, yeah, okay. You think you, think you got like this impressive building, but I grew up in the summer palace of the Green Isles. Their wealth is transcendent compared to yours. This is merely a paltry summer home. Yeah. This is nothing. Of course it is. That's why but you please, live here 355 enough, days a year. E enough of what you say, uh, the pissing contest. <laughs> nope, I'm not done with it. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Please, <laughs> have a seat. I think Let I'll stand. sit and talk over dinner. I'm sure we have plenty to discuss. And Mordivel makes his way across you, all of you. Um, Lucius, uh, give me an Arcana check. Okay. As he uh, as he passes by you. That's a bad roll. Nine. That is the third nine. Oh man. I rolled a three. Oh my gosh. Um Yeah, nothing. Please. I'm too busy uh throwing barbs. Please have a seat. Let us drink wine. Are there nameplates? No, there are no nameplates. Please you can't even afford nameplates. I'm out. Please sit wherever you'd like. He just seemingly 
is not bothered or shocked by you, Lucius. <laughs> oh my gosh, buddy! Hey, it's all good. Putting the dad in there. He's having a party. He's yeah, just buddy. talking. Oh. Here, I can I can maybe move that chair back a little. That's fine. It's fine. I want to try to sit between him and Nanny. However okay. that works out. Okay. You can you can certainly drag the your character wherever you'd like. Nanny, you you feel a reassuring squeeze on your shoulder. Uh, tries to, you know, make her <laughs> intentions known and sits uh, in a spot between you and Mordivel. So much to talk about, but how can we speak whenever our glasses are dry? Please. Claps his hands twice uh, as a as a portly um, servant, male, uh, cleanly shaven, no hair on his head or face, um, including eyebrows, very stark. Uh, comes in with a large pitcher and begins pouring at each and every cup that you all have sat across from. Uh, the the liquid is pungent, almost like a wine, but it is dark, almost black. Is and 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 the servant moves quickly, efficiently across each and every one of you. Uh, Stopping last at Mordai's place and and filling his glass to the brim. I don't I don't drink cheap crap and I like pull out my flask. Well, you'll see that's very interesting. Uh, I'm sure a man of your caliber would understand just how rare wine made from desert desire is in Fjord that immediately bing desert desire um of its own uh volition it it will uh it's 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 made from a sort of uh well desert desire in and of itself is a cactus extract um that will cause the drinker to thirst far more than whenever they took their initial sip uh in a in a meta sense um desert desire will put two levels of exhaustion on one should they drink it however and i'll just say this to the party uh desert desire wine through a an extremely expensive and time-consuming process the effect can be reversed, thoroughly quenching the thirst of all who would partake. Yeah, I've been to the desert. Nothing desirable there. Well, so I assume then you have not tried desert desire wine then, as he, as he picks up his cup and takes a big drought. I will take a sip. I will not. Is you... Well, you missed this last part uh, whenever you got up, Dustin. Uh, making wine out of Desert Desire is a very expensive, time-consuming process. But whenever you do so, uh, 
the effect is reversed, and its thirst-quenching properties are almost second to none. Still, the smell of alcohol. Not gonna. <laughs> okay. Uh, Freya, it is. If you knew, if you knew that much about me, you would know I don't drink anymore. So obviously, your um, intelligence is somewhat fallible. Well, no, I just tend to take my intelligence and verify. And lo and behold, my intelligence good. When was the last time you took a drink? Was it fifty some odd years ago? No, it was like three weeks ago, you idiot. My mistake. <laughs> please, please, those of you who do partake, drink. Miss Freya can certainly attest uh, to its thirst-quenching properties and the spice-heavy finish. I'll pick up uh, the glass, kind of swirl it, give it a sniff, and just take a small sip. And yes, everything Mordivel has said is absolutely true. Delicious. Out of, okay, so out of character, real quick. Yeah. Uh, Lucius is pl- acting out of character on purpose because the best way to like break a trap is to do the unexpected. Um, okay. So anyway, out of you character, have, Lucius is stressing me out. You don't have to give us your game plan, dog. I just wanted to make it clear because uh, I'm not. Act, I don't normally act like this, and you don't. Uh, anyway, no. He's already got Lucius ripped to shreds, and he's got that new character sheet ready to go. <laughs> well then, uh, Master Lucius, may I ask then, what is in your flask? Um, water. Okay, because it's the only thing someone in peak physical condition should be drinking. Huh, yes. Well, I can certainly provide you with all. Better- Filtered water, should you request it. However, I understand you, you've brought what you want. Not bring filtered water. Okay, very well. And he, again, provides two very quick claps. Um, and a, and a, that same uh, servant comes in carrying a large pitcher of water. He has to carry it with two hands. And he begins filling a second glass at your place. Matt with uh, with crystal clear and very cold water. It uh, it actually uh, condenses the drinking glass. I'm just gonna leave it there, right in front of me. Okay. I don't know if any of you know. Actually, I'm sure you know. Most of you at this table have some sort of connection to me. DM it. Yes. Speaking of, does Lennox recognize Mordivale's voice? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Some of you are even more familiar with what I'm capable of. Wait, wait, are you my child? I have a lot of kids I don't know about floating around. I can assure you, Master Lucius, we are in no way related. Oh, thank God. Do you know 
how my kind is born. Well, when a man and a woman love each other very much. Usually from the result of a relationship between a demon and a human. So I okay, can look, I, you, I, I'm not into kink shaming, but uh, I don't need the details. So I can assure you we are in no way shape or form related. However, I want to use this dinner as a way of extending a peace off. All of you have proven yourselves worthy, capable, strong warriors. A great group. Hmm. And all of you could in some way, shape, form, or fashion use my help. Fior, you're missing some fur, are you not? Yeah. I show him the palms of my hands and then the pad of my foot. Oh, no, friend. Don't play coy with me. Do not lie to a man in his, in his own house. You know of that which I am... You don't even need to show me. I know. I know a part of your skin was flayed off by a chain devil. Furthermore, I know what pact in the Ashmedai is responsible. And I can assure you, it was not me and mine. You see... I am no servant of Fongor. And he looks at Lennox. I'm no servant of Fongor. The worthless wretch that he is. However, Master Lennox, you seem to have been unfortunate enough to have fallen out of my grasp and into his. Is that correct? I mean... Can't say I've ever visually crossed paths with you, but... You do seem familiar. Come now. I see the symbols on your hand. I have something similar myself. And he, and he opens up. His tunic ever so slightly see a branding of the symbol of the Ashmedai on the chest. Closes it back. Ninny. I know. Please, child, you can you can look me in the eye. She very carefully looks at him in the eye. I know what Fongor wanted with you. I was there for much of it. Linux is just kind of 
you know, like watching a tennis match, eyes kind of darting between Mordavel and and Nini, just watching this exchange. So rest assured, there are no secrets at this table. Oh yeah, then where's uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, his friend. Or never. Do wonder. you say that? Does? Yeah, I say it exactly like that. <laughs> which, which friend are you referring to? It doesn't matter. No, it does matter. There's no secrets at this table. Where is he at? To, to whom are you, re- Elf? Somebody bail me out here. I'm bad with apes. You are speaking of Fomar. Thank you. See? At least we're on the same page. <laughs> ah, uh, you you speak of the... Of the elf from the Feywild, yes? Yes, he does. Ah, a bit of a connection to this one, yes, Master Lennox? Yeah, um, we grew up together, cut from the same cloth. Yeah, don't pretend like you didn't know, come on. Uh, as I say, no secrets at the table, yes. He is currently in my possession. He is alive? Yes, yes he is. And currently, I'm not done with him. That rat broke into my home looking for something. So I intend to find out what it is he's looking for and who employed him and who employs them. In what of the uh the champion that we fought is he dead you finished with him oh no that's (laughs) I know nothing of him you will need to speak to Valindra regarding that you know the the gravekeeper out in the never death graveyard I don't she would have done with him some washed up Eldritch Knight, way past his prime? Ugh. No. I saw what you all did to him. That's why we're going to have this dinner. In fact, he... Claps two more times and... Rows of servants come out carrying... Carrying trays of various sizes. A massive... Tray is placed in the middle. And... And as the servant removes the tray, you all see goose cooked uh, with an assortment of onion, carrots, and uh, there's there's some coragon tucked in along certain areas. uh, Some nitherit, which, if it comes into contact with your eyes, will find you. However, once again, a very potent seasoning for cooking. Uh, you know, various cooked vegetables and things along those lines. An extravagant dinner. And 
the servants proceed to to cut and and dish out uh, all of these various components for them. and Mordaivel's just looking uh, his hands clenching in and out in and out damn did I hear you right did he just say that the dinner was given because he saw how we fought in the battle yes that is what you heard but we know that it was a it was a reward, a reward already, right? You should assume everything that comes out of this dude's mouth is a lie. Okay. <laughs> well, s- stepping out of character, my assumption is he wanted to find the best fighters and meet with them. So, yeah, the dinner was prepared for us, but it was prepared for anyone who would have won. It's just happenstance that, you know, there's a little more coincidence to us being here versus someone else. You guys could always ask him if you wanted to. Or it could be that we were set up set up for success. Nobody sets me up for success. <laughs> Mordivel is just watching all of you. The candlelight and the last. Wait, vestiges I have message, don't I? I could talk without him knowing. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll think about that. Yep. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna. Is the food like ready to be eaten? Yeah. It, it. I mean, with this many servants, I mean, each of you are flanked by two servants. Okay. I'm With gonna, this many, the food is divvied up very quickly. I'm gonna take some of uh, some of whatever had the Corrigan on it. Uh, the well, yeah, that'd be the goose. The goose has the Corrigan and the Nithrit. All right, is the Corrigan and Nithrit? Is it uh, like garnish that they didn't cut onto our plates, or is it on the plates? It is. It it was actually part of the stuffing and the garnish. <laughs> The goose. I'm gonna so, ask so one of the servants is, it, if I could have mm-hmm. a chunk of the garnish. Yes, 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 of course. And and, and this this fellow is somewhat shaky and a little bit unnerved at the request, but but he wastes no time. Going to pocket those things if I can. Give me a slide of hand check. Eleven. Uh, Actually, let me. I don't. I don't want to rob you of that. Let me. Let me roll. Okay. Yeah. I'm watching him as he's watching me. I see. Uh, you are one who appreciates exotic plants. And their properties. My, my uh, my mom's a very good cook. We don't come across ingredients as such as these very often. Yes. Are you aware of the effects of Netherit? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, that's why I'm being careful with them. But they're potent spice, nonetheless. Absolutely. I grow them myself. All manner of exotic dangerous plants 
uh, plants, which is, uh, oh, well, that's, uh, what I just pocketed. Um, well, I'm, I'm very good with plants myself. I'd love to see you garden one day. After, uh, dinner, let us make our way up to the roof, yes? That's where a small portion of my collection resides. I would like that very much, thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. But, like, let's just get to the chase. What's the job? <laughs> oh, always one for business. I... No, Anyone? actually, I hate business, but... I literally probably don't have like three more weeks left of life because I'm really old. Please, Elf. You and I both know that does not. I mean, I'm no. really old. I see that. Seems as though your mental capacities are beginning to catch up with your age. Thank you for respecting your elders and understanding. You actually got a small, genuine chuckle out of uh, Mordivel with that one. I have a problem. A problem that I cannot take care of through normal measures. Have you heard tell of the torment? Any of you? The torment? The tormentor. Oh, the tormentor. No? Have a have you heard tale of the dream catchers making their way through the city? Yeah, we assume that was your doing. <laughs> no. Something so brutish? So primitive? No. That is not how I operate. Yeah, that's what I said. Mordavell, he thinks he's super smart, so that's not his MO. Can I try insight on that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I gotta go. Okay. Parenthood. 16. He seems... I mean, this whole dinner... He seems to have been fairly open and honest. Okay. You're, you're, you're slowly getting into the groove with him. Like, okay, maybe every You have cut out. Oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're going to adjust that noise gate. Alright, I can certainly do that. Give me two seconds. All good. Back just in time, Freya. Yep. He well, I forced Robbie to swap out when I heard talk of the... I forced Greg to swap out when I heard talk of the Dreamcatchers. <laughs> I was like, this is my moment! This is the one! Alright, so... Uh, yes, Mordivel asked first, have any of you heard tell of one called the Tormentor? To which the party said no. Would I have heard of anything? With your current level of investigation in the matter, no. So, uh... To which Mordivel says, Well, surely you've heard of these dream catchers, then. How could we not? 
Yes, they... They've made their way into my city. Robbing people of their sleep and their sanity. I cannot have that. Lord Neverember and I, we are trying to build the city back to its former glory. What glory is that exactly? Do you not know the history of Neverwinter? Can't say I do. I'm not from around here. That is true. Neverwinter was once considered the jewel of the north. If a good, a service, a commodity made its way through the Sword Coast, it came through Neverwinter. And with that commerce came great prosperity. However, whenever you are the lifeblood of the entire Sword Coast, you know what they say, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. The eruption of Mount Hotano and the Spell Plague came in and ravished this entire region. I won't lie to you. I'm a man who enjoys power, influence, control. What I want. How can I do that in a city full of lawless vagabonds? Ne'er-do-wells. Never, Lord Never Ember wants this city back under control. I can provide that. But these dream catchers, they're a problem. I want this problem taken care of. And this tormentor has been distributing them, using them to harm people. I don't like it. So I, know. I guess. Go ahead. So what I'm gathering is the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You would like for us to do something about this torment or get rid of these dream catchers. Why would we work with you? Because I have something each of you needs. What do I what need? Would that be? Lennox, you need your friend back. You got me over a barrel. That is the art of negotiation. Nini needs protection. Need shielding from the eyes of Fongor. I can provide this. Fior. My problem's a little bit bigger. Did you know you have a target on your back? Not just my back. Right here. And right here. Did you know that your own friend here at the table was meant to be a vessel of your betrayal. Uh, Mordai, could we have a private council for a few moments, just you and I? 
Make a persuasion check. You are look startled. Fifteen. No, Lennox. Any conversations need to be had can be had at my table. I would look at Lennox and say, what, what is he talking about, Mr. Lennox? I, Mordivel would maybe step in here. I have, I'm sure, you've started to put the pieces together. Thanks to Nini and her history with me. I'm involved with the cult of the Ashmedai. The cult of Asmodeus, as you might know us better. However, there are certain tribes, factions, even within the cult of the Ashmedai. That is the way of the Nine Hells. Dog eat dog. Power. Control. That is how things are determined. Money means nothing, only power and influence. I am not in the faction of Fongor, the Inquisitor of Asmodeus. I am of a faction directly opposed to him. I don't want to see him get what he wants. And frankly, he wants Nini and the runes scribed on your body, Fior. You do this for me. You take care of the Tormentor, also known as Elden Vargas. You stop his operation. What was that name, Dan? Elden, Elden Vargas. Yep. E-L-D-E-N-V-A-R-G-A-S. Sorry, can I get like a super quick rundown of what I missed? No. Uh, uh, Lennox was, uh, I mean, uh, Lucius was, uh, what's that word when you completely obliterate someone's mind and they just become <laughs> a vegetable? <laughs> oh, he did that uh, with that hundred year binge that he went on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. No, um, um, Mordaville doesn't like the dream catchers, wants them out of the way. The tormentor has been distributing them. He has something we all need. He's not said what you or I need yet. He said that Fior needs protecting from Lennox. And that they're different. Name Lennox specifically. I did, yes, yes. Mordaville did not name Lennox. Um, he. He, he stated that a member in the party was going to be used as a vessel for his uh, capture. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's very obvious who it is. <laughs> <laughs> and the final thing he said was there are factions within the cult of Ashmedai and that he is against Fongor's group. Um, Nini speaks up and says... You might be an opposing faction, 
but you still serve him. How can we trust you? I do not operate in trust. Trust means nothing. As long as you have something I need, and you remain useful to me, I have no reason to be rid of you. None. Well, I'm throwing around a lot of personal details, but I've yet to get to join in the fun. You, Miss Freya, is the tormentor. These dream catchers, are these not the orders you were given? And when he puts it that way, it kind of does make sense. Your, I am prepared to pay an exorbitant amount of money to bring a shaman here to the city who specializes in the similar arcane art that gave Lucius his tattoos. Except he can remove them. Nini. I can see through it. That you are left alone. You may be powerful, but I doubt even that's possible. Believe me or not, that is fine. Lucius, are you not motivated by the protection of your friends, of your party members? Or would you care to lose another fighting force, similar to the last? I can... I've lost count of how many fighting forces I've watched die. So what's one more then, yes? Typically, um... I don't know, you don't save your soul from the devil by selling it to another one. This is not about salvation. It's, this is about right survival. There. It's never been about salvation. What did he want us to do, real quick? Just he wanted us to get rid of the Dreamcatchers. I mean, we're going to do that anyway. Um, we would need uh, Linux's friend. Earned. First and foremost, or we can stop talking. Yeah, consider it a uh, gesture of good faith. I'll make sure he uh, never returns here again. Make a persuasion check. And in this case, due to reasons beyond y'all's understanding, I'm going to ask for disadvantage. There are no reasons beyond my understanding. <laughs> but, but does Lucius and Lennox working together not counterbalance it into just a flat 
Nope. <laughs> we both roll with disadvantage. Who's 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 making the uh, Linux? Taylor, I would say yeah. this is my friend. Uh, yeah, I don't care who makes their own. Just add. Yeah, we'll just. I thought Linux was just going to be the one to roll. Cool, works for me. Okay. Mm, Twelve. I've already been the most generous host. Oh yeah, you've been so generous with your tap water. Oh, would you like some more? Please. And another. Another. Another servant comes in seeing that you really haven't drunk much of the water and just. Just just puts a little bit in and. No, leaves. leave the whole thing, please. I might need it. And the servant looks to Mordivel, who nods his head and he. Puts this giant urn full of water on the table in front of you. I've been the gracious host. However, one deed done for me does not equal three things done for you. Not even close. Well, this seems like a great deed. You just spoke at length about how these dream catchers, this tormentor was preventing you and Lord Neverember to restoring the city to its former glory. That seems pretty grandiose, in my opinion. Do you think you are the only option that I have at my disposal? I don't see anyone else here having dinner with you right now. No. You certainly have not seen all of my agents across this city. I'm merely going for something a bit more out of the box, discreet. But that does not mean my hands are tied. Discreet? You just had us fight in a tournament and win it in front of the entire city, which happens to know that we were coming to this dinner with you tonight. They're going to see us moving against these dream catchers and this tormentor, and everyone's going to know that it leads right back to Mordivelle. How How is that discreet? Discreet in the sense of communication lines. Discreet in the sense of I'm not using my usual repertoire. That's a little obvious if you ask me. People can, uh... I know he did it, but the without proof, it's nothing. Oh. Proof is an unspoken requirement. I would exactly. need your head. <sighs> I just love the sound of all these kids and babies <laughs> and stuff. It's it's the most dads and dice thing ever. I love it. No, the elf stays with me. That's going to make it extremely difficult to work with you. You do not have to work with me. However, the clock is ticking, isn't it, Linux? You know, Fongar told me not to get involved with your affairs, that you were also a part of the cult of Ashmedai, and whatever you were working on was great. So why should I believe you 
versus him when you say you are opposing each other. As I stated, there are factions within the cult. Let's just say there's only so many spots at the top. So the one hand doesn't talk to the other and fights for that power, for that seat at the top. There you go. Now you're getting it. Very good. But that's that's the problem with all of this, this entire situation, isn't it? You say you want the seat at the top, but as long as you're serving somebody, you, there's never an open seat at the top. What happens whenever you are number two? There's no way to become number one. Do you? I'm sorry, I didn't realize. You don't seem like the religious type. I try not to be. Asmodeus' power is immeasurable. His will is absolute. At least within the, the realm of the Nine Hells. Absolutely bad. There but, uh, is no number one. There's only Asmodeus and those who are not. Then there's still but, always someone who can decide that you don't have your power one day. Yes. It's beautiful living in that kind of fear, isn't it? Well, for someone who claims to get high off of power, it seems like an awful low ceiling. It's either that or wilt away to a simple imp. Not no power, no influence. Not necessarily. I mean, I I pull out the uh, acorn and I cast bee sense and I create this gorgeous fox that just wraps around my shoulders. No person gave me this ability. I draw my power from a source that cannot be taken away from me as long as I respect it. You don't have to be tied to an entity. You don't have to be tied, and I'm looking at Linux now. You don't have mm. to be tied to someone that you don't want to be underneath. And I look back at Mordavale. If If you really are someone who aspires to power, and I have the, walk, the fox walk across the table and get in his lap, it, you're, you're always going to have something looming over you. Your power is not absolute. Mine is. An interesting perspective. And Mordivelle claps two more times with a slightly different intonation. Throngs of servants. Men, women, boys, girls. The four guards all make their way behind him. A sea of people. 
And the entire time, Mordai Vell is just looking at you. Not saying a word, petting your fox. And his hand begins to clamp around its throat. <coughs> Squeeze tighter and tighter and tighter. Do and you hear a I, sick? I release the spell. Arcane sparks marking its withdrawal. You say that is absolute, but this he gestures to his sea of servants, the manor around him. This was not given to me by the power of Asmodeus, the Ashmadai. I worked for this. And I could cast Fireball right now and take it all away. <laughs> you could try. You could certainly try. Yeah, pretty sure I could. And I could place you back down in the hold with Mr. Folmar. Yeah, me and the hold are really good friends. I'm sure. Nini kind of speaks up and says, it seems like both of you are missing each other's point. No, I'm, it's on purpose. I'm missing his point on purpose. Not you. I'm talking about Fjord and Mordai Vale here. They're talking past one another without seeing what's right in front of their faces. Well, enough of this. You've come to play with us. You've offered us a job. Do you need an answer tonight? Not necessarily. However, the one thing that a few of you at this table do not have an ample amount of is time. I would make my decision regarding the matter quickly. Look around the table. Is anyone opposed? If anybody was opposed, it would be you. Then let's do this and get it to be done with. And Nini kind of says, if I may take your leave, and she stands up. You're certainly dismissed, Master Fior. Would you care to join me at the garden on the roof? <clears throat> I would actually like to uh, I'll go peruse it as well. Very well. The I'm going to look at one of the servants and say, I'd like this water to go. <laughs> it's a styrofoam cup for his water. <laughs> to which Mort Ivel holds his hand up. Let him take the urn. It's like a 200 pound... <laughs> Urn full of water. <laughs> I want to take it. And he's going to prove a point. He's going to drag that thing downstairs. Make a strength check. <laughs> Please. Uh, 11. As you go to pick that joker up, <laughs> your, your tiny old arms begin to shake. 
and you drop this thing and gallons and gallons of water go crashing across the floor. Um, well, uh, my plan was actually if we the combat to spill it everywhere and freeze it, <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, I didn't need it. I didn't need it anyway. I would like to quietly follow the group going up to the garden. Okay. is kind of liking how she has been fading into the background throughout this dinner. Okay. Ninny, are you following? Are you leaving? Ninny's gonna do something stupid. She's gonna go. She's just gonna leave by herself. No, I'll, I'll go with Ninny. Those Kill Bill sirens are going off. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, uh, you all can certainly make your way to the roof with Mordivel. I will take the mini upstairs. Thank you. Mm-hmm. If you could grab mine, I don't know how to change floors. I'll certainly do that for you. Also me, I'm changing the scene. You got it. Okay, so as you all make your way up onto the roof, you notice a couple of things. First, all of the torches are actually small flames burning inside of an exotic white petaled flower. Seem to be naturally occurring. There's a, there's a there's a cistern full of blue crackling crystals, lily pads floating just above the ground with, again, small white flowers, bamboo shoots lining one side of the roof. Uh, and just all around you, you, you didn't realize just how hot the inside of the manor was. You step onto the roof and the cool ocean breeze almost gives you guy give you gives you guys a shiver. And in, in in all these exotic plants you see little shoots of black craggly saplings. I wanna stay on the edge and just kind of slide up to one of the saplings and try to take whether it's like a twig or a piece of bark and not engage in any conversation just quietly do that and then stand near the stairs till they're done do i see what she's doing okay so uh freya you were trying to be stealthy about it yeah okay give me a uh sleight of hand check a different die um a 12 
Well, that's below mm-hmm. your passive perception, right, Fior? Yes, it is. Okay, you you absolutely catch that. As uh, um, as I see what she's doing, I'm going to uh, step up to Mordavell and grab him and point to the uh, the lily pad. Uh, whatever is mm-hmm. opposite the saplings. Okay. Um, and uh, I have not seen these before. Where? What exactly are these? Where did they come from? Oh, this particular uh, water-based plant uh, hails from the Feywild. Mm. Uh, comes from some areas of swamp. However, you can see they can certainly thrive outside of water and he begins to just wax eloquent uh regarding that uh, freya so that was the slide of hand check now mm-hmm. if give me a stealth check with advantage since you're sort of being assisted by fior um and we're gonna see how because the first one was a one um 22. okay and the reason we did that is because you've got these patrolling guards that still have not stopped. So so, so you're trying to strike the <coughs> middle of, of their patrol. And you do manage to reach up and pull. And I mean, you've got to pull to get this small piece of bark off of this tree. I mean, it is, it's almost like metal. It is so hard, but you do manage to get a very small piece that almost bends and pops off as opposed to just cracking apart like traditional tree bark. Do I recognize any of the rest of these plants? Uh, you do see, so in this, there's that large shrub next to the blue crystal filled cistern mm-hmm. um that is the nitherit uh in its in its raw uncooked form um and then you see mushrooms lining the edge of that cistern and occasionally getting a small spark from these blue crystals um those are extremely poisonous mushrooms should they be ingested uh, within a day, uh, someone would take a fair amount of, of uh, poison damage from them. Okay. And it wouldn't take much either. Mr. Uh, vale? Mordai? Mordai Vale? How do, uh, how do I address you? For you, Fior, Mordai will do just fine. All right, Mr. Mordai. Uh, could I uh, have some samples of your plants here? It gives you a knowing look. I mean, they said. Which ones are we talking about here? There's some very deadly things on this roof. I give him a knowing look. Um, They just. It certainly would help with the uh, tormentor. Mm. Give me a persuasion check on that. While all this is going on, Linux will have been like hands clasped behind his back perusing the terrace okay but just kind of you know looking intently for anything 
of use or interest or okay um as you sort of walk around the, the blue crystal cistern you see on the far side of the roof flanked on either side by two pulsing green crystals a simple stand with two books placed on it and then to the left of that you see uh behind a large set of uh pods pod shaped plants um you also uh, see a small writing desk with a couple of bookshelves with a very nice what would be a nice ocean view if the sun hadn't have gone down I rolled a 17 on that persuasion jump. Hmm. What would you be interested in? Some of the, uh, certainly some more of the uncooked caragon uh, and the nithrit, and then some of the uh, mushroom there. Hmm. I am such a fan of the, uh, the Nithrit. I will not let you have any of that. However, I will grant you a single mushroom. Uh, and as much Gwetergon as you want. It's falling out of season. There's there's not a lot left at the moment. I appreciate it. So I've dealt uh, with this uh, uh, species of uh, mushroom before, but not this particular family. Is there anything you can tell me that would help me out with it? Its effects, of which I am certain that you are aware, oh, yeah. uh, is most potent when ingested. Uh, however, if boiled, it is completely undetectable by taste. I appreciate it. No, of course. And a, a, a little note for you there. Mm -hmm. Should it be ingested um, after an hour, uh, about an hour after being consumed, mm -hmm. uh, the person who drinks it will take 6d6 poison damage. Cool. About an hour, you said? About an hour. Mm -hmm. DM, I will have uh, just kind of inconspicuously walked by the table with the pulsating crystals on either side. Mm -hmm. As I get close, do I do I notice, like, do I get like a sense of anything arcane, like coming from those crystals? Like, does it seem like it's creating some sort of effect in that area? You, hmm. give me a perception check. That might sound a little weird, but yeah, we'll we'll go with a perception check. Seven. No. The light they give off is really, really beautiful. 
I'm gonna reach up and touch one of the uh, crystals. Okay. As you reach up, once you get within about five feet or so of the desk, a quick green bolt shoots out at you. I'm going to need a deck save from you. Hey, I got advantage on deck saves because I still have my boots on. Mm-hmm. That is a 22. Ooh, okay. Just succeeds. <laughs> so, uh, as you dart out of the way, this this green bolt embeds itself uh, into the tree behind you. At which point, a large block of the leaves and branches stop swaying in the ocean breeze. You look around. Doesn't seem like anyone noticed. Do now, those right. go ahead. Do those books on the table look like they might be what I'm after? You distinctly recall Fomar's note that said Mordivel has two books. I'm gonna look books before you. I'm gonna look around and see if anyone's looking at me at the moment. Uh, I don't know. All right. So you look, and every because you're closer now, you can certainly uh, dig into this a little bit deeper. Uh, every ten seconds or so, a guard crosses the roof behind you making their way back back to the other side of the roof. Okay. I'm going to time it to where I have the best window of opportunity. And when that time happens, I'm going to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And then get in range of the desk again and see if it triggers the bolt. The bolt shooter thingy. Okay. Specifically while invisible. While invisible. Okay. Um, again, as you begin to approach, you get within about five feet or so of the desk. And the crystal again begins to glow. <clears throat> And shoots another shot at you. Okay. So I'm going to need another dex check from you. Dex saving throw, sorry. Uh, 17. Well, at least you're invisible. <laughs> As this green bolt 
strikes into your hand, you find yourself completely unable to move. You are paralyzed. But invisible. <laughs> it didn't break your invisibility, so... Well, it's Harry Potter on the train. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, while this is happening, um, Freya, Fior, what you guys doing? I'm just having small talk about his plants. So did you say no one noticed the arcane light <clears throat> shooting out at Lennox? I'm on it, like the other side of the terrace from you guys. Gotcha. Yes, he is. And it doesn't seem like anyone noticed. Uh, seems like Fjord's really dipped into his into Mordai Vell's passion, right? He's tickling the ego as it seems, you know asking him about this and about that. All the while, these black cloaked figures are just walking their circuit. No disturbance of any kind. Yeah, I'm just going to keep my eyes out and then my ears attuned to downstairs in case anything happens with Ninny and Lucius. I believe we're leaving, like, period. Did y'all tell us you were leaving? I mean, she straight up said, like, I mean, I'll still keep an ear out in case anything happens on the way out. Okay. Alright, uh... I'm not way away. Lennox, uh, go ahead and give me another, uh, actually give me a con save. Okay. That's, uh, 18. Okay, you... <sighs> Shake yourself loose, uh... Again, no damage received of any kind. You're okay. You were just completely and totally frozen there for a bit, but after about six seconds, you were able to <laughs> shake yourself off. Okay, I'm going to drop invisibility and make my way back over to the rest of the uh, party. Okay. Are you, are you doing that stealthily? Are you... I mean, I didn't depart from that area stealthily, so like once I, I did my investigation, I drop invisibility, and I'm, you know, hands clasped behind the back, kind of almost like I'm making the way back around from which gotcha. I came. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. Just give me a quick deception check. Just, just see how well you sell it. 18. Okay. No one seems to notice you or give you any trouble. Uh, Freya, you're the first to notice Lennox's return. And uh, Fior, uh, he has... Uh, Mordivelle has begun to wax eloquently regarding fertilization strategy and schedules and uh, plant breeding and things along those lines. Riveting stuff. <laughs> well, for me. Yeah. Um... Uh, and I'll tell him as we're wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell him, uh, you know, when this is all over, I'd love, you, love to show you some things on how you can really understand these things on a deeper level. I would like that. So would I. 
Right. Well, my servants will see you out. And he snaps his fingers and one of the dark hooded characters uh, make, make their way over uh, to the three of you. Silently, no footfalls heard. Can we see their face? You can see... Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's... Their faces aren't completely darkened over or anything. Uh, you see humanoids under the uh, mask. Their features are incredibly, incredibly pale. Sunken in eyes, gaunt cheeks. Alright. I guess uh, we can make our way down and out. And this dark hooded figure makes his way down with you. And Mordivel calls down. You know where to find me when you make your decision. However, I will already know. My agents are everywhere. We will get you the information you need should you decide. You decide to how you say scratch my back. And he does not follow you all down. You make your way to the lobby. <laughs> your shoes awake. Right by the door in, in fresh. Apparently uh, I'm the only one picking up their shoes. Yeah, well, Ninny, you notice Ninny's shoes uh, where, where they would pro probably would have been next to an empty... Uh, Next to your shoes on their linens, you notice an empty uh, spot where hers probably were. And as you all collect your things and go. Um, as we're leaving. Yeah. I'll say, uh, Freya, I only used like two of the forks. There were a lot more than that, though. Yeah, normally there's dinner lasts longer and there's more courses and it's a whole thing. Okay. Honestly, I kind of thought it would be more of a thing with people, but, you know, it's it's for the best. Cool. Uh, Fior, you've got the highest perception, passive perception, so go ahead and just... Well, you won't roll for it. Your your eyes are always trained to look to the skies. You know, mm -hmm. look for the movements of birds, things like that. And you notice Mordivel with his arms folded, looking down at you from his roof as you depart his courtyard. He gives you a very slight knowing wave goodbye. I give him a little tip of the non-existent cap back. And, and I tell you, you what, do know, yeah, yeah. As we head out, I'll pull out the, uh, I'll pull out the uh, acorn 
and I'll mm -hmm. cast uh, Summon Beast as a um, swan and have it mm. fly up and land on his shoulder without turning back and looking at him. You get the sense that the swan cannot find where to land. You know, you're you're just waiting for that moment where, you know, you you've got this connection, mm -hmm. right? Um I I don't know the extent of it off the top of my head, but we'll just run it for, for flavor. Yeah. Uh There's never that moment of rest for the swan. It's looking. And I just keep walking. And you are overtly being followed, by the way. Lucius, Ninny, this would have been the same for you two. I'll certainly give you all the opportunity to converse with each other on the way back to, I assume, the Beach Leviathan. Um, or wherever the heck you want to go. But you are being overtly followed by another one of these hooded figures. Lennox, are you headed back to the Leviathan, or someone there waiting for you? I'm going to say with a wink. <laughs> uh, Lennox just doesn't say a word, just walks along with the group, headed back to the Beach Leviathan. Yeah, Fior hasn't looked in Lennox's direction entire walk. Um, I would like to talk to Ninny a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how was it tonight? You're muted. No, you are. <laughs> uh, frustrating. Um, yeah. It's, um, <sighs> it's the right call, you know. It lets us buy our time until we could formulate a better move. But even if, even if it's the right call, all you have to do is say no, and uh, I'll never let that man near you. I don't think he'll pose a threat to us while we're doing this job, but I don't for one second think that this is the end of his plans. Well, at least his plans are obvious rule the world that type of shit if only they knew what that end game meant they never do they always think they can beat it outsmart it like you can outsmart a title with dread it run from it look I'm not trying to get sued by Marvel here <laughs> <laughs> I'll never understand this pursuit of power. Yeah. Well, either way. All you have to do is say no. And I'll shut it down. I appreciate that, Lucius. That's it. That's all I got. Yeah. And again, you guys overtly being followed this entire time, probably about a good hundred feet back. 
and as as all of you at some point or another make your way to the beach leviathan uh these hooded figures disappear into side alleys and don't pursue you any further so did anyone have any side stops before y'all made it back to the beach leviathan okay uh so uh everyone can go back to their rooms y'all can have an unpacking powwow in one of the rooms we need to have a conversation You, Should we you say uh, that out loud to everybody? Mm-hmm. Well, have we, yeah, Freya. have we made it back? To yeah, to the, the at least to the two of you. Okay. I don't look up, but I say, yeah, we should probably have a conversation for sure. I probably would have already sent them a message saying, like, you know, come on in whenever the party's over. Well, messages within range, though, right? Like yeah, I think it's like 120 feet. feet. That's just whatever I want it to be. <laughs> it was Don't put right rules up. on his imagination game. It was also pointed right? out in chat that you do whisper it, so he would have heard you at least whispering. Yeah. That's yeah. what you think. I'm a very good whisperer. <laughs> we would have we would have rolled. <laughs> you would have rolled in that one. Hey guys, I don't think we should trust him. <laughs> I, I made that obvious. I, that was. Uh... Uh-huh. <laughs> I basically screamed that already. Alright, so if we all... What was that, Brandon? I couldn't hear you very well. I was just saying, he tries to get a message and then all of a sudden a fireball appears. (laughs) (laughs) How did this happen? Alright, so I'm assuming we all pile back into the girls' room. And as we enter in, I'm going to cast Detect Magic. I'm going to check... The hallways to see if anyone's looking shady. The window. What is the range on detect magic again? Let me pull it. Uh, you since pre- it's a it's a sphere. You detect magic uh, within thirty feet of you. Okay. I I, I assume you walk the room. Mm-hmm. You don't detect anything other than the party. The usual, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Freya, what, what did you say you were going to do? I'm going to try to scout the hallway to make sure no one's there looking shady. Look out the window. Interesting. Uh, man, it seems like because, you know, there, there's employees moving up and down the hall all the time. Mm-hmm. couple of folks seem to slow down in front of your door and it's like Ed, was that on purpose am I being paranoid you know it's not overt it's not like obvious it's subtle enough to where you're, you're like was that even real Am I am I am I thinking things like like am I making things up? It's messing with you a little bit. It's changeling paranoia all over again. 
<laughs> or doppelganger, rather. I will yeah. have us move to the wall away from the door okay. and make sure we all discuss in low tones. Okay. Theor is just going to sit and fiddle with some of the uh, again that he picked up. Well, before we address the obvious elephant in the room, let me just spill out what all I picked up tonight. If everyone's okay with that. Sure. Yeah, by all means. Well, if he's got agents inside the Blackbloods, I'm not impressed with the information he's got, because of course the Blackbloods would be investigating the Dreamcatchers. That wasn't a big secret. Expected more out of him, actually. And for all his talk of factions, I don't think the Dreamcatchers are coming from the Abolithic Sovereignty. I think the Tormentor is a member... I mean, uh, dang it, Ryan, all your cults with the same names? I don't <laughs> think the Dreamcatchers are coming... From the, the Ashmedai. Okay, yeah. That, yeah. I think the Tormentor is a member of the Abolithic Sovereignty. And I think this is a power play. Because we know the Dreamcatchers have spell plague and they're causing people to hear the chant of madness. And he wants them out because there's another cult moving in on his territory. We saw the way that the Abolithic Sovereignty did that in Thunder Tree. Rooted them out. So I think that's his power play here with the Dreamcatchers. And I'm going to stop the Dreamcatchers one way or another, but it's not going to be for him. Yeah, I don't care but he, if he doesn't have to know that. I know. He wants us to leave him a, a power vacuum, though, so he can continue to rule. And no one's moving in on Neverwinter. Yeah, but you're going to do But now it we know that he's not a member of both. He's trying to get rid of the competition. And I think we can find this Tormentor out at Helm's Hold. Or at least strong lead there. That's fair. Fior. I'm gonna um, pass him the bark. Is this what I think it could be? Do I recognize it? Give me a nature check. Put my dice. <laughs> Um, good thing I'm good at that. Uh, <laughs> 10. Okay. I mean, it, it, it's not a super high DC or anything. You're not under any sort of rush to observe this. Um, this is very similar to the tree that you guys ran into in Thunder Tree. I just look uh, at... I, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> you just you just watch him just bah, bah. <laughs> I I'll just look at <laughs> Dads and Dice. I just look at Freya and point to the shoulder. Now, I will say similar, not yeah, identical. But understanding the connotation behind what she was asking. Yeah, gotcha. Well. We're going to do this regardless. 
We might as well buy our time with him. I mean, we don't have to tell him. He claims he's going to know regardless, so just... There's no point in talking to him again. But, well. at the end of the day, he is connected to both Nini and Fior, and if either of them feel uncomfortable, I'm out. I have some deeper connections to him as well. Y- yeah, but I don't really care about you. You, you dug your own grave. Why? <laughs> Damn. I mean it in a loving way. Like, you know, you can handle yourself. All right. <laughs> It was a. It was just a drive-by. You're screwed, anyway. So, look. <laughs> Lucius comes in with that sledgehammer in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> Things what I'm trying to say is, he's not going to help us in any way, shape, or form that we can't help ourselves but if we play along we can slow him down I mean we're not going to be able to help ourselves to get my friend back so we kind of do need to play along with him in that respect exactly I mean, you saw how many guards he had there. There's no way we could brute force our way in there and, and break him out. I mean, if you want to take him out, we could sneak in and take him out tonight. I got moves. Lucius, how confident are you whenever you say that? Uh, like a two. Like Lucius is like 10 out of Playing him, right. I'm a two out of 10. <laughs> right, right. But, but you give off the air of extreme confidence. Yep, I mean, that's what I do. (laughs) Lucius seems serious about that, Lennox. It's it's really simple. I don't like making deals with devils. Since deals with devils are already made, we can keep playing the game until we maybe find a way out, or we can pull the ace out of the sleeve and just attack. It's about the devil you know versus the devil you don't. And we know Mordai now. We know what he stands for. We know what he needs. Let's just get it done. Kind of hoping you would say let's kill him, but okay. There's always time for that later. I mean, that's a really good chance he's not expecting it. He would see us coming. Woody. I mean, did Check you not... it. Air. We take them from the air. Air insertion. On top of his palace, he's got a hole in the in the grant and like in his. Like you just go through the holes right into his bedroom, stabby stab. Out. <clears throat> Linux looks to everyone else in the room and just says. Does anyone else feel like Lucius is getting feeble-minded? Oh, it's late. It's way past my bedtime. <laughs> I think that was both Lucius and Greg talking. <laughs> also, you brought up bedroom. 
interestingly enough, you didn't see a bedroom at the manor. Not a I assumed one. the fire pit was his bedroom. <laughs> that that sparks in whoever would have been paying attention to something like that. As soon as you bring it up, you're like, wait a second. It wasn't a bedroom. I don't I didn't gather the real feeling that we were speaking to the physical Mordai Vale tonight anyway. I don't I don't know that he's actually there. Well, we could burn his palace down and find out. No. Okay. I'll play alone. I, mean, I didn't mean you... what I said earlier, by the way, about not caring about you. Just no, it's, you know. What said is said. I hold you I mean... to a higher standard, I guess. I mean, you yourself, you've, you've said to us in the past, you know, does every conflict need to be resolved with fighting? Why are you so gung-ho to, to resort to that this time around? Mainly because I don't make deals with devils. I look between Lucius and Nenny, just drawing the conclusion of their physical appearance. And just say to Lucius, what does that say about Nini? What, what you feel about her? What are you talking about? I mean, she is, in a sense, the spawn of a demon. No, I'm not talking about because he's a tiefling. I'm talking about because he's literally a high-leading like, member of a cult of Asmodeus. But he's not a devil, per se. I mean, he's a devil in the sense that he is a high-leading member of the cult of Asmodeus. I mean, let's just let the, <laughs> let's just put it all out. Said there. nothing I'm... to do with tiefling. And at this, Nini's like, "Well, you, actually, you see, there's actually a difference between demons and devils. Demons are spawned from the abyss, and devils are from the nine hells. So they're not even really the same thing." He, he does have a point. I misspoke, Nini. Take a point of inspiration. Just <laughs> hold on to that. That was good. <laughs> well, either way. It's really simple for me. I'll, I'll, it's the right call. We should definitely do it. Because like I said, it gives us time. And that's the only thing we can really get right now that's what we need right now is time but there's too many people here who are too close to this situation and speaking of time though i think it's time we finally addressed what was brought up i just don't like shoes like okay lucius not everything's about you. I'm gonna look point at Lennox. Point of inspiration to Lucius. Oh, so we're gonna have this somebody in our midst as a murder who would talk. I say... I don't think that we do. It doesn't change my opinion of anybody. 
I mean, I knew that people were coming after me. I had put together the pieces that, you know, we were tied to them in some way or another. And I'm still alive, and I've been around everyone in this room pretty much constantly between now and then. I definitely know it's not Miss Nenny. I vomited on her. That would have been a real good opportunity to murder me. I don't know. I almost killed you last night because of it. That's true. If I'm the one that it truly is meant to hit, I'm not hit. I trust everyone in this room. And I never looked up. I was still playing with that, uh, Kerrigan. You're all my family. And I trust you. Well, I guess decisions made. I will say, he did bring up a very Mordai Vale did bring up a very good point. He's assuming. He's telling the truth, and I, I got a very good feeling that he was telling the truth. He mentioned that he knew he has an associate that he'd bring in that could remove this from my body without it harming me. That's pretty valuable to me. Caught a carrot on a stick. It's called a solution as well. Solution. If we can, if we can catch the stick that he'll dangle yeah I mean have we even tried a cleric yet uh yeah we've that everybody we know <clears throat> I had conversations with the uh patron of the is it the the house, house of a thousand, thousand faces. faces with the patron of the house of a thousand faces and it's it's a very complicated magic to to do that safely yeah, it would require a uh magician of immense immense skill and those don't grow on trees not saying Moravel can't do it if anybody can it's him but um he doesn't do that without a huge favor in return but it might be the solution you know like I said, at least we get time out of this. Yeah, absolutely. With that. Room service. Sorry. <laughs> Gonna prep a fireball. <laughs> I think I want to be the one to answer the door since I'm the only one apparently not connected to the Ashmedai. It I'm not. kind of your room. Oh, yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> and as you <laughs> open like up the door. Barely, barely open. Fresh towels for you, miss. Just a wow. 
just a, you've seen this person walking up and down the halls the whole time you've been here. Simple sides of the head shaven, uh, young man. A haircut similar to yours, uh, minus the ponytail. Holding a stack of towels with a small bit of parchment wrapped up on top of them. I will take them and immediately close the door. Okay. And what does the parchment say? You open it up. You made the right choice. Look to Helm's hold. Is it signed? M V. <laughs> Do we murder the uh, dude who delivered it, or <laughs> let him go? Okay, we'll let him go. And with that, I think that is a great place to stop it for the night. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't have hey. to run combat in there. That's I so know. good. <laughs> we we stayed calm. We didn't try to do anything stupid. Holy cow. And stupid it would have been. You know how <laughs> tempted I was to throw a fireball when he put all of his servants in fireball range? No, no. They're probably... Not there by choice. I know it would have been like lawful evil, but like <laughs> it's a lot of people I could have killed. No, uh, he's lawful evil. <laughs> that would have been just chaotic evil. Anyway, so like everyone, everyone who's all been just hanging out through through three week three sessions now of role play. Thank you all so much for visiting. Uh, Kristen, when is our next? Next Tuesday night. Next Tuesday night. You guys get to be back here. Same time, same place. 9 Central, 10 o'clock Eastern. You just come hang out. Uh, also, for those of you who may want to support the stream in a couple other ways, uh, you've seen links pop up every now and again in the chat. Um, to our Teespring uh, and our coffee. If you want to support the stream, make it to where my voice doesn't, you know, become desynced from my lips. Who knows? Maybe we'll be able to figure that out. Maybe it'll cost money. Doesn't matter. Um, if you want to support the stream in that way, we've got some awesome design shirts made by our buddy Matt McClure. Very talented artist. Make sure to check them out and buy a t-shirt if you are interested in helping out. Anyway. Hey, Ryan, just FYI, Taco yes. Master finally got enough channel points to drop it on inspiration at the very end of the stream. And so I have inspiration for next time. <laughs> nice. But technically, it does have to be used before the end of stream, but we'll make does an exception this time. Yeah, I mean, it was the end. Come we, on. We, we had it yeah. in the notes. So He tried so yep. hard. He did. Yep. Yep. Hey, thank you, Taco Master, for being so awesome and, you know, being in every time we're live. Thank you. Also, thank you for telling me that I need to write up some scripts from, for some bots. Uh, <laughs> yes. um, if anyone wants to drop the Discord link in the chat again, if you are interested, 
One of my really good friends who is Heko Gecko Doodles on Instagram drew Freya in her dinner party outfit. Wow. If you want to go give a look-see, that is over in our Discord. See, I am a boomer. I don't know how to create a invite. Uh, I already put it in there. You already put it in there? Awesome. Yep. So, uh, everyone... exclusive. Yep. <laughs> Thank you guys so, so much for joining us every session. Y'all are awesome. And we cannot wait to see you next Tuesday. Yes, uh, starting nine. next week, we'll be moving into our new regular schedule. Things got weird with the holidays, but it yep. will be Tuesday off a week, Thursday off a week. That's a great way to put it. Uh, you know, accommodating work schedules and, you know, life and parenthood and things like that. Well, anyway, all that to be said, you've spent the night with dads and dice. Uh, make sure to hug a dad this week. Could be your dad's dad, your mom's dad, your boss's dad. Doesn't matter. Uh, just make sure to hug a dad this week because dads need love and dads love you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.